0: You get it?
1: Inconceivable. <laughs> Mitchell Harrod. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> we all good? We
2: are getting by.
1: <laughs> We're getting by. I can see Chris is holding it in, so that's good. What's wrong with everyone?
3: End of week. Everyone's tired. It's been a, it's been a full
2: moon this
0: week. Everyone's been in week eight. 1057 of lockdown or tears or whatever it is at the moment
1: yes but we're up for review in 10 days because <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna change anything but
2: we get to sit, sit around and watch films all day don't we
1: don't no we got to yourself. work all day i meant the weekend fool so what's we've been up to there since our last job we have watched
0: a couple of bits this past week we watched possessor which you can hear our views on socially distant cinemas, so go and check that out for him. Spoiler alert, we loved it. Thought it was great.
1: I can't believe you just spoiled somebody else's episode. No,
0: that was, that was me and Faye, we loved it. Whether Darren did or not, you'll have to listen and find out.
3: Uh, we also watched Freaky last night as well, which was equally as enjoyable. Really, really good. Several nods of the films, Vince were fantastic in it he plays an 18 year old girl way better than Rob Schneider did and I absolutely love the hot chick
2: and Catherine Newton in that is great as well Mm. I thought she was super fab, I really recognised her I couldn't realise what it was until today um, when I stuck on Paranormal Activity 4 for some reason, (laughs) I don't know why and I was like, oh,
3: that's her Well, well I, certainly IMDb everything straight away or during the film sometimes if I'm honest and I knew she was from Paranormal Activity 4 and blockers or cock blockers, however you want to use it. Which I felt really bad for, her, right? Because on IMDb, she's got a whole list of films she's done and she really is a talented actress. The bio that they give says she's worked alongside actresses just as Reese Witherspoon and Susan Sarandon. it's like, hang on, this is her bio. Stop plugging other people. Root.
0: The, bi- the biggest question is... Mitch, what the fuck were you doing putting Paranoid Three 4
2: on? I know, I know, I deeply regretted it. <laughs> I didn't finish it, and to be fair, it was for the purpose of having a nap. Do you ever go back to films that you absolutely reviled and think, oh no, I'm going to give it another shot, it's definitely going to be good, and then immediately regret your decision?
3: No. No.
2: no.
3: I'm near on 40 yeah. now, life is too short.
0: Paranoid Three 4 is one of the few films I genuinely sat there angry in the cinema at the end of it just wait so so annoyed i'd wasted my time i love the paranoia franchise a couple of good effects in there it's the plot it's the fact that it doesn't hang together at all by the time they try to explain it at the end of it i
2: wanted to drop kick that fucking kid through his xbox as well Little prick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i can't remember it my memory is shot
0: you probably that's probably for the and best Mercer. it's like self-defense mechanism kicking in <laughs> it's like people who go through trauma. You just, no, just blank it out.
1: Don't remember, it didn't happen. What's the next one? Feels the like ones. the Martin Martin ones. The Mark ones. That yeah.
2: one's hysterical. That's the one that's like Chronicle and they're all doing like Superman shit and, and like time jackass.
0: Travel. Weirdly, since we're talking about Freaky, it's also the one that Christopher Landon directed, which shows that you can do Happy Death Day, one and two. You can do Freaky and they can be great, you can also make absolute fucking garbage
2: so now i would not recommend that detour through the paranormal series i did also put on ghost dimension oh, at, out, again <laughs> out of morbid curiosity <laughs> and unlike part four that one i only lasted 15 minutes for
0: i love ghost dimension <laughs> i think
2: it's brilliant
3: I'm thinking That's Mark because I'm
2: getting
3: the mix. We also awful. watched pa- uh, Final Destination Part Five last night. Woo! Woo!
2: Which I did see. Chris only gave three stars, and I was mortified. Three it's, stars. It's, it's I'm not, calling you out, man. It's got
3: a couple. Of, it's got a
0: couple of really good. Def- it's got one of my favourite death scenes in it. But it's just getting a little bit tired. The actual plot by the time we get to the this one.
3: And the blonde mass in it as well. She's a little bit of a drip, I find. <laughs> she is though, isn't uh, Earth she's from got, she? She's frozen. She's always on the verge of crying and because her lips are so far out here you just can't tell what facial expression she's making is that Emma Bell? I don't know yes that's the one but the premise of it is amazing obviously the ending is incredible I love the ending Mercer said he saw it coming I totally didn't I didn't
1: say it saw it coming all that what I said was throughout the entire film all I kept asking myself was why are they not referring back to mm-hmm. the flight? Like, there's got to be a reason why they're not referring back to, to that, because in every other film we refer back. So I'm like, there's definitely something linked in with this flight. I, 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 weren't, I weren't 100% what it was going to be, but I definitely knew there was something to do with... So I, I did think it was going to be a prequel, but I didn't realise how it was going to link.
3: Well, Chris said, um, obviously, you've got your scene in it where Tony Todd says, I've seen this happen before. And if he's seen it happen before and they're the first... Then obviously there's something before that so when it does eventually roll around to the next one it better be a prequel because you know too much for it to be after that now don't you this you've had too many of them the only way you're going to make it different is to prequel it
0: i was reading a report the other day apparently the last update was back in march said it was actually going to be set in the world of first responders so paramedics fire brigade and do it from their point so you'd see far more of the impact for it with them
3: Oh, that's a good idea. But enough about this, because that's not what we're here for, obviously. Sorry about that. What are we here for? Oh, yeah, we're here for the Results Show. So
1: coming up is feedback from all the listeners. Obviously, we put it out every week. We want some feedback on which of the films you prefer, why you voted for the film that you did, or any other feedback that you've got. We've got a few bits back this week. So we got a very misleading start from Kim Morrison on twitter or at wicked sister 69 who came in with late phases is so much fun i've just watched it last month on prime i have voted for ginger snaps because i've seen it about 345 times thanks kim but this was a tough one especially with dog soldiers in there scottish werewolves for the win scottish werewolves for the win late phases is so much fun you voted for Ginger Snaps I mean I feel You've led me and Faye Down the garden path
3: Played us like Baller because
1: Yes You put us in a bag You dropped us in a river And left us to drown Thanks Kim <laughs> Thanks a lot Scared Sheepless Needs to see Late Phaser So I'm going to give I'm going to let I'm going to let them off With that They still need to see it So I understand Where they went, where they went. But Ginger Snaps Is definitely Their favourite Good old Darren Gaskell Also wanted to weigh in After missing a week Don't know what he was doing During that time But he's back this time, he says, when I went to see this, I was the only person in the cinema and I was bewildered that so many people had missed out on such an amazing film. Ginger Snaps gets my vote because of its brilliant twist of the subgenre and the awesome Isabella slash Perkins combo. Ginger Snaps again. What's going on here? I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this at all, although I do love Ginger Snaps. And then finally, we will just waiting with Saltier Popcorn, who just came in to say, three great films there. Did you hear Oops. that? <laughs> three great films there. And one good one, nice try at Magic Mercer, but I could only ever go for an American werewolf in London. Also, one minute I was grumbling that you hadn't watched Game of Werewolves, and next minute I was laughing at the imaginary guess-who game. See, what we did there, we played with someone's full emotions. We took them on a, on a journey. Within seconds. Well done, guys, and proud of what we achieved. So normally we go on to our one star reviews right now. But before we do, I just wanna say one thing to Chris and Faye. And I just wanna say, Happy birthday to us. One year. Today's one year since we put our very first introduction episode out. Wow. That has flowed. That's
3: crazy. What full year.
0: I can't help but feel we were to deal with the global pandemic. Everything was <laughs> going fine.
3: I know what started the global pandemic just quickly. It was that hair that Finch brought us. She told me not to open that and I opened it and look what's happened. Everything since has been shit. But the one year thing, yeah, well done us.
1: I know, right? Yeah, let's celebrate. Let's let's not let's not dwell on our weaknesses, no ooh, on ooh. our misgivings. Let's dwell on no. Did you bring a cake?
3: Did you get us a mm. cake? Those are staplers. No, they're not. The coffee sweets. What staplers on the desk. Can I cut and eat a coffee sweet? Yes, you can. Yeah.
0: I'm
3: not going
1: to. But anyway, because we've been around for a year, we should say thanks to everyone who's listened to us for, like, maybe that year. Yeah, thank and, like, you. Give us feedback and join us some love and support.
0: And our um, guests who come on as well. Bless yeah. them.
1: Yeah, all the guests. So we've got Andy Mitten, Tom Butcher. Ryan Kruger, I think that's everyone really, isn't it? Mate. That's (laughs) why. And obviously you, mate.
3: Oh, well done, Mitch is crying now. Well done. But yeah,
1: I would just... That's a
2: token tampon that sits in the corner every episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I just think we're worth mentioning, like, yeah, a full year we've attempted to bring joy into the lives of others and others have ruined my life. So, you know, <laughs> we'll get onto that. We will get onto that shortly. But before we do, shall we do it? Faye, do you wanna do you wanna sing us in? Because
3: it's one year, I'm gonna let Mitch do what he wanted me to do last week. What was that?
1: <laughs> Mitch wanted
0: Mitch wanted a one star review in the style of Jonathan Davis from Corn.
3: I thought I was here as a guest.
2: You I are. thought I was here to enjoy myself. I'm being thrown onto the podium. I I've not I've it. not had my coffee sweets to warm up my throat.
3: Think of it as a test. This will show whether Neil prefers my one-star intros or just likes the one-star intros as a whole. So this is a test.
2: Okay. What style did you want to turn?
3: Jonathan
0: Davis from
2: Korn. Jonathan Davis. Yeah. I thought I, I think I blew my load with that last week, but okay.
3: Blow it some more,
1: baby. <laughs>
0: Beautiful! <laughs> Woo! Thank you. It's Thank like you. John was in the room about going Oh my and, God! About his various childhood traumas that I nearly <laughs> mentioned but won't bring up here because uh, I don't want to bring anyone down. Everyone's right. going
2: to be getting out their baggy pants and their wallet chains after hearing that.
0: <laughs> it's the bagpipes, that's what they're going to be smashing out. I Beautiful. just don't know what happened. Right, so who wants to go first? Shall I go first? Sure. We may well do. We went in film order last time, so why not go in the same, same way again? Okay, so this is from Sandwiches. It's it's actually S underscore A, and you get the point. Sandwiches
3: but... are something I love, so this bed be a review. See, that's, of...
0: the, that's the thing. After this review, I'm going to have to revisit my relationship with sandwiches, mm. and that's thing I didn't want to ever have to say, but there you go. <laughs> This one is titled, This Movie Sucked.
3: How original.
0: This movie is completely defenestrate. Straight off the bat, that's not the use of the right word. Defenestrate means to overthrow or remove someone in authority or power. So, I'm not sure exactly what you're driving at there, but straight off the bat. It is so dumb. There you go. <laughs> and definitely not scary for adults. It starts off with two men walking in the woods, but on a field part. So, you call it a field, maybe. Not
2: really in the woods, is it, mate? No,
0: surely a, w- a wood without trees and on a field is, is a field. A field.
2: <laughs> it was a very grassy city without
0: buildings. <laughs> One is bitten by a wolf, but we don't know it's a wolf. The other guy goes to the hospital and his friend is dead. And the guy in the hospital was bitten too, but because he didn't die, he will now become a werewolf in London. London. <laughs> <laughs> I do live that life so beautifully, honestly. <laughs> it's one of those weird movies because the dead guy shows up and starts talking when the other guy is watching a porn. That makes it gives you a far more weird edge of the actual scene. The director tried to make it look like his face was falling off, but it looked so fake. The whole entire movie wasn't scary. It had lots of parts where it turned out to be a dream, which got confusing and made it difficult to understand what was real and what was just a part of the man's dream. If they had taken these out and added better special effects, it would have been a bit better.
3: Right. Oscar-winning they... As- effects.
0: Oscar Oscar, Oscar and Rick Baker is clearly going to be sitting there now going, if only my effects had been better, this film wouldn't have been so shit. Also, a bit better.
3: Don't you love all those other werewolf films where they're not fake at all, but they are actually werewolves? Don't you love those films? I just like the fact that he kind of jumped
1: scenes, like, as if the first time we saw Jack is when he had that, when that porn film were on. It's like, this is an entire series of Jack interludes well, didn't throughout. Even,
0: Yeah, well it did not even make it sound as, as the actual series in a theater. It sounds like David's just having a wank and Jack suddenly turns up.
1: That would be quite awkward. Can I just say if ever one of my friends dies in a werewolf attack and I'm cracking one out, please don't just pop up because <laughs> I think it would be uncomfortable for both I'm totally going to do
3: that. Just from just right outside the cupboard. Should you be doing that, Mercer? <laughs>
2: But literally, like, the second you're about to nut, you know, like those, um, <laughs> those like, gay conversion camps where they, like, flash a photo in front of the porn to try and turn you away from it. That's what I'm going to do.
3: Of Katie Hopkins.
2: I hope I don't come back as Katie Hopkins, to be perfectly honest.
0: <laughs> no one wants to come back as Katie Hopkins.
3: <laughs> no one wants to be Katie Hopkins, not even Katie Hopkins. Right, then next.
2: It is Mitch, next. My review is by
3: Underworld Rocks.
2: And I say it like that because it's all caps.
0: Is on about the, are they on about the film underworld or just the underworld in general?
2: Well, we will. I don't think he's on about Camden, the the wonderful uh, <laughs> venue in London. Um, but we will come to find out that um, he doesn't really hold back his cards and his loves. Um, so, Underworld Rocks, May two thousand and fifteen. Warning: spoilers. So he's he's a considerate cunt at least. <laughs> <laughs> After enjoying Underworld and becoming a fan of films relating to vampires and werewolves, I am certainly searching for good movies of these dark, sexy, mythical, wonderful creatures. So, off the bat, we've already established he does like Underworld. Mm -hmm. I I, I do like to think that maybe all of his reviews begin with this. (laughs) Like... Maybe he's, like, reviewing Mean Girls, and he's like, after enjoying Underworld and the women characters in it, I thought I'd look up some women films. That's not part of the review. I'll move on. Where to begin? How about the characters? B and Jin Ginger... Don't know why he's added the extra gin in that, but OK. B and Jin Ginger are deranged little lunatics and should have been locked up years ago because of their sick obsession with death. Also, Ginger's mother wasn't very supportive. The whole film has an unlikable goth feel to it, and I really don't like them. Here's a fact about life and werewolves. They are normal until night of the full moon werewolves don't change over the course of the days leading up to the full moon are you dumb i mean if that was true then there would be werewolves everywhere obviously we all know this and so should the filmmakers i will have to give this a thanksgiving turkey I
3: mean, so that yes. sounds delicious
0: i hope he's actually <laughs> said i hope he's actually sent the director a turkey. i enjoyed your film so much here have a turkey
1: you know,
3: so for a guy who's got issues with gothic, I mean, am I am I misremembering this? Is is Underworld not kind of Underworld's very gothic, yeah, very gothic male, very yeah.
0: But
3: it's, you, you don't like people who are deranged and kill people, and yet Underworld. I, th-
0: I tell you what, though, I just with the guy, when you go, oh, I like werewolf films." Underworld, the ginger snaps is hell of a fucking change of
1: pace. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> I bet his second favorite film is *Fun Helsing*. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So
2: yeah, and I, I just, I always like people that take these kind of fantastical movies and apply their own rules to it, and just completely denigrate any other ones. So yeah, did you? That was mine. This,
3: this is the this is the one star review world, Mitch. This is this is what you have to. I mean, the amount you get where people don't actually finish even watching the film. Is ridiculous. I,
2: I, that is That does always annoy me. One that is well, not to do two one star reviews, but I did have to siphon through a lot of people that just didn't like periods.
3: Um...
0: <laughs> I give this Tampax advert one star.
3: <laughs> she is not enjoying this skiing trip at all. <laughs> oh, body form.
0: Got to the end of the ad. She had, I did not find out what happened with her yogurt. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was my one-star review. It was as infuriating as you have said for the last year.
3: Yes. Uh, Moving on to mine. This is from January 2003 by a gentleman called Stupid Mac, and he does live up to this name. Um, The title is Worst Movie Ever, because, you know, we've not heard this a thousand times over. Oh, my God. How can I start on my spiral of disgust at this film? Firstly, I heard of it. I mean, that's a good place to start, to be fair. Thought to myself, it could be really good. But then reminded myself it was made in Britain. Being from Britain, I think it's fair to say that I hate the film industry in this country. They get good ideas and absolutely ruin them. In this case, it's possibly trying to be every other movie around. Firstly, it mimics Predator, Evil Dead, Jaws. Ah, I can't continue or I'll drown myself in disgust. Feel free, mate. It was like an episode of Casualty gone wrong. As they're the best Casualty episodes when things go wrong. When there's explosions and, you know, the idea that a limb might be somewhere. Best Casualty. It was so pathetic, it didn't have me laughing. At it's untalented story and style. Even Troll 2 did that. What is wrong with my industry? Your industry.
2: His industry.
3: That he's built up. If it's not, not if, if it's not films about coal miners... Sappy rom-coms, it's rubbish like this Which is basically British filmmakers trying to be American filmmakers Which is almost as ridiculous as the film So here's an idea The next time anyone over here gets a good idea We'll give it to someone else to make it into a good film I can't afford to see another film like this ever again 0 out of 10 Now, I might be wrong But I think his beef is with the fucking British film industry Rather than the film itself So maybe don't go watching films that are made in Britain if you don't like them. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. I mean, it's interesting because I I
1: remember back in the day, I used to be very like, oh, I hate British films, but that's just because I hated myself and being British. (laughs) But now that I've grown to accept my Britishness, I realise there are some really good fucking films out there by British directors, British writers. And, you know, it's not fair to criticise the entire British film industry. Anyway, I think that was a good review. <laughs> well
2: done. Do you know what I might do? I might re-edit all of these episodes where I'll put the one-star reviews as the main episode. So it sounds like it's your. It's, this is what you're saying about each of these films.
3: So and we're never is... inviting Harrod back, yeah? <laughs> never, it. never. Right. Anyway,
1: it's the final one-star review for this um, episode, whatever. Yeah, you made um, that sound like we weren't coming back. Yeah. I probably built that up in the wrong way, but this is the last one for today. Um, it's, I mean, as soon as the sounds wrote it, well, you know, there's, you know, there's a problem. It's done by Karen. Oh. <laughs>
0: Fucking
1: Karen. There we go. Karen took some time out in November 2014 to write a review which she titled, Did I watch the same movie? Hmm, are we intrigued? This is Karen, not me. I have lived on this planet for half a century without reviewing a single movie. Not one, good or bad. This movie moved me into action. I couldn't live with myself knowing that I didn't warn others before they wasted two hours of their life. Who were the reviewers giving this film eight and nine stars? Did IMBD adopt a new rating scale? I actually feel more stupid having watched this movie. The plot was ludicrous, and the werewolves were utterly laughable. My seven-year-old grandson could act better than all the actors combined in this film. Sure. With the exception of the person who played Will, who actually did a pretty good job. Someone's got an odd-on for Nathan Embry, haven't <laughs> um, Just saying.
0: Why don't you mean, he didn't really
1: do that good? <laughs> it, it, I mean, he's going to read it much, didn't he? Karen then goes on to give us some advice, which is, watch paint dry if you are given a choice. You will be far more entertained.
3: Well, I guess Karen. that's all she had for entertainment back in the day, weren't it? So.
1: <clears throat> well, off a century. Do you know what, though, Karen? I will say this to you. I am glad that this movie actually drove you into action and it got you off your arse and got you doing something with your life even if that is a bad review for the film i selected you know you've you've put some art into the world it's rubbish But you put it out there. He's already put something out
2: into the world, remember? She led on her back. She spread her fucking legs. And she squeezed out this little thing that then squeezed out another little thing. And you know what? He's so good as shepherd number three in our latest nativity play. Well, (laughs) guess what, Karen? I'm going to fucking review your grandson's (laughs) performance now. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Piece of shit. end moved into action to review amateur dramatics (laughs) absolute waste man fuck off well thank you for
0: that
1: Mitch
0: we should just finish the show that's just not just this one just forever that's not enough better to be fair
1: to be fair yeah I think we've just been (laughs) cancelled I, I yeah, held back from what helpful.
2: I was going to say. Um,
1: <laughs> does it say where Karen is from? No, you can't
2: go stalking oh, god!
3: This
2: is, this is the first time I've done these one-star reviews and I am mobilised to action right now.
3: And just, just as no. someone who's done them a lot, mate, this isn't normal etiquette to go stalking the person. I <laughs> call the grandson shit.
2: Well, he fucking was.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> He's not going to RADA, is he? <laughs>
3: It's like, Karen's reading it to her grandson. I'm sorry, Timmy. We're not going to rent to you into Nativity next year. Apparently, you've got no talent. Well done, <laughs> Timmy's crying. I mean, I was just <laughs> sad, poor Timmy's done, you know? I deal with these kind of Karens on a daily basis, genuinely. And let me tell you, you throw some money at her, she's changing her mind. You send her a voucher well, or a goodwill gesture and she'll change that review right around. For the purpose of the show,
1: it's a little bit too late for me to get Karen to change her mind because we've, we've, we've already got, you know, the public opinion.
3: Okay. And
1: uh, I don't think Karen's going to make much difference to it. But I would like to say, Karen, thank you very much for your review. Uh, everything that Mitch has said is um, not the thoughts or... Actions of the Spit Graves crew And um, We are not accountable for his Behaviour, thoughts, or actions Thank you I um, will see you in court, bitch <laughs> That's the end of the One Star reviews. Swiftly moving on Mitch, why don't you sing us out In the same way oh, yeah. you sang us in yeah. <laughs> The
2: One Star, The One Star Review The One Star,
1: The One Star Review The One The One Star Review
2: Beautiful! Woo! Bringing down the I house. Do it. Bringing down something. <laughs> Bringing down Karen's fucking grandson. That's
1: what I could do. <laughs> You know what I oh, said? Oh, Karen's grandson.
0: You know what I said when I said about selective amnesia and coping mechanisms earlier on? This is going to be one of those moments for him.
3: Poor oh, little fella. <sighs> but all, you know, threatening children aside, threatening the elderly aside, um,. Should we maybe find out who's won this week?
2: I genuinely actually don't know either. Okay. Does everyone here know apart from me?
3: We yes. can't possibly say whether we know, can we, Mata? Oh, OK.
1: <laughs>
0: As he says, yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, we know by this point,
1: there because we're just about to announce it. You,
3: look, you are literally pulling down the curtain. This is magic. This is behind-the-scenes magic that no-one's supposed to know about. And you're just fucking letting right. like everybody in. So nobody knows who's one and two. No. <laughs> but we...
2: oh, 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 John, have you got an envelope there? Yes. That is such a beautiful looking envelope as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So each week we, um, we are blind to the results until um, we all receive an envelope which we open during the drum roll. Which then allows the winner to know that they've won and they can give their speech to you know who's going to receive an envelope.
3: One week we lost One the week. envelopes, so we had to have a carrier pigeon come and whisper it in his ear.
2: I've got an envelope for Karen's fucking grandson.
0: <laughs> is it filled well, with shit?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Karen's grandson alone. This is getting sinister now, mate. So, Chris and Mitch spit on our graves. I know. Oh! Woo! Chris and Mitch. Oh my goodness. Send me off and to a formal event
3: because, bitch, it's a tie.
1: The first time in Spit grades history, we have an actual point-for-point, score-for-score tie between American Werewolf in London and Ginger Snaps.
2: Chris, do we have to
1: mud-wrestle
2: to find out who the winner is? Yes, yes we do.
1: You'll have to come here though,
0: so I don't drive. So.
1: (laughs) And we've got a garden, so... I've got some thoughts on this. So my mind is blown that, um, you know, we've got this tie. But what blows my mind even more is that this week, your mother-beeping listeners didn't give one single vote to Lake Phasers. Not a single one. I'm, like, I'm pouring my heart out. And you guys, you just don't look tossing yourselves out with your vinegar sandwiches, and and now I'm like sat here, like streaming, crying, it's like it's as if you've took onions, raped them in my eyes, and then left me
3: to die. Mercer, we're gonna go. Yes. <laughs> we're just gonna leave you to whatever this is. I just don't get it. I don't get what's going on. Why do
1: you hate me so much? It's uh, well, I know why it is. Well, that's so a separate question. <laughs> that card, all right, mate. Anyway, <laughs> back to the winners.
0: I, believe, I think it's a perfectly fair result, the tie, because I love Ginger Snaps. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And obviously, everyone knows my thoughts on American Wealth in well, London.
3: You would think that. You're half of the winning team. Yeah,
0: I think it's... I think two very deserving films that deserve to draw.
3: What about if it had well, been just... me and Mercer? What if we'd have won? Would it be deserved then?
0: Well, it would have been rigged, so... <laughs> well,
1: I'll, I'll just give you... Um, after my brief outburst, which I do want to apologise for... I'm making a public apology for that. It's COVID, it's work, it's stress, it's... I've got a pigeon living in my thing, my air then, and it flutters all the time, and I think it's a rat, but it's not. So all these things culminated, just made me explode just then. But I'm sorry, I took it all back. I love each and every single one of you listeners, even though you don't vote for anything that's worthwhile. Um, and... I will give you the actual breakdown of how we went this week. So because we've tie, we've got joint first place, obviously, with uh, Ginger Snaps and American Werewolf. Hmm. They only got a B, though. So, you know, it's not that great. Um, <laughs> I'm such a sore loser. <laughs> In second place, or third, depending on how we look at it, was this fucking shocks me. It's Dog Soldiers. Hey. With a great C. And then, finally... Thanks to the zero votes and um, the utter, utter ignorance of my um, team members, we got late phases coming third place, fourth place, third place, fourth, last. Anyway, last
3: with a D. I'm going to defend myself here because I'm doing it honestly. And I didn't find that late phases were as good as the others. And I'm sorry, I'm just being honest. And if you don't want me to be honest and you want me to lie... I'll do that in future, yeah. but you'll notice a lie. No. 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 I don't think no. you want to win that way.
1: No, I don't want to win that way, sir. I just think it's interesting that you always find your husband's better than mine. Like, <laughs> as if there's some kind of connection there. That's not true. That we don't have, like, a wedding ring.
3: That's not true. No, it in. So what's Mitch's connection? It's what what What's Mitch fighting for, then, for him to vote like that? Because I'm sleeping
1: with him. It's true. It's
3: true. Anyways,
1: to be fair, though... Um, Ginger Snaps would be the film I wanted to win um, after my own, so I'm, I'm glad of that.
3: And I voted Ginger Snaps higher than American Werewolf. Yeah, me too. Um, thankfully, I think you're, you're thankfully all think all the
1: audience,
0: gin. the audience have some sense, so thank you, listeners.
2: I'm going to take my crown that I've been given. It's a beautiful <laughs> tiara. I can't honestly, especially with the state of the royal mail at the moment, I can't believe you've got this to me in the post this quickly. This beautiful little crown, but I am. I am going to get ready for this. Ready? I'm going to snap it in half. And I'm going to give half of it to John. Because I know that this film is really your film. I know, I know you don't want late phases. I know you don't. Because this is shit, it is bit shit, innit. it? Karen was right. So I'm going to give you a half of my win.
3: Excuse me? Did you just Gretchen Wiener me? Did you just make me Gretchen fucking Wiener? Oh, bitch.
1: Any Congratulations on the win, both of you. It just means that Chris is, uh, I think, now in the lead with the most wins from, from us, Fair.
3: You will be when you pick the most popular film each time, Carl. But
1: does, What I will say, mean... here is is he may be in the lead, but you're the only person who's had films, multiple films, coming with a grade A, so that's interesting to know. So the competition really is between you two. Uh, I'm out of it. I may as well now just literally every week pick like a Act like, Elm Street remake, no matter what the genre is, because that's that's that's, that's pretty much where I am. Don't give my up hope yet, Mercer.
3: Don't talk like that. Pretty
1: much where I am. Um, obviously, we, we we normally finish at this point, but I just wondered whether we should just give Mitch just a little bit of time to talk about my win. The Soho Xmas lineup was announced, which looks fantastic. FYI, has everyone watched the trailer for Santa Jo's? I'm
3: going in blind. I'm absolutely going to go in blind. I can't wait.
2: I think going in blind is the best way possible, especially when a film sells itself so clearly with its title.
3: Like, that but can't be it's... misconstrued any other way than what it is at all. There is no fucking... I think thing. it
2: can. Honestly, I think it can. It's even weirder than you think it's going to be, especially how it ends up being what you already know it is. Amazing. It's fucking weird, but it's great. But yeah, thanks. Yeah, we've got another fucking film festival coming. You do? Because uh, my hemorrhoids are just starting to recede. So (laughs) (laughs) let's get a little bit more stress on the game. But no, yeah, we've we've announced our films now. We've got um, eight features and 10 short films um, coming to you guys, streamed virtually uh, through the comfort of your own home uh, from the 18th, 19th and 20th of December. Uh, so just the week before Christmas, some Yuletide horrors. Uh, what do you guys think of the lineup?
3: Fucking well done on December. Well done. Yes.
2: Thank you. I, it took me a long time to shoot it, and um, <laughs> honest, honestly, it's, 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 it's been a lot of work. But Wh- yes, it is here.
3: Whilst the, honestly, the whole lineup looks banging, and I'm genuinely so excited because number one, I'm not working. Number two, we're going to have Christmas tree up. I'm going to be sat there in my pyjamas getting pissed all day. It's going to be amazing. But I am genuinely ridiculously excited to watch Winter Skin again. And I cannot believe (laughs) we put it on. I am fucking... We were speaking to Lauren and Darren the other day and saying how much we cannot wait to watch it because it's incredible. I love it. Would you like to know
2: why we're putting it on?
3: Because it's a Christmas horror
2: festival. 100% that. It It is a winter a born cabin in the woods horror film but i am putting it on um because of you guys
3: hey!
2: and, and your love for it and your love for it after after you kind of sung its praises and wished for its um
1: resurrection so oh, yeah. much
0: it's a christmas miracle
1: it is a, it is a christmas miracle uh, <laughs> when i was looking through the lineup it was generally like you progressively squeak like, <laughs> whoo, 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 whoo. yeah and we're literally, it was just like this progression of like, ooh, 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 ooh. And then I don't know why a monkey doing it like a monkey now. <laughs> um, I don't know what animal I'm being. I thought I were a bird, but I'm a monkey. But yeah, I was just like screaming, literally, by the end of it. I like, fuck me. And then, yeah, when I saw December, just because obviously December's got my girl. Tiffany. Tiffany. Felicia. My boy. AJ. Who's I AJ Bowen. Yeah. Mm, that was squeared. And then the two secret films, obviously. Super excited. Mm. The two secret films? One secret film. And we announced the <laughs> secret film. You had me second guessing that I'm like, <laughs> oh fuck. It was two. When we first spoke, now it's one because we've announced one. Have we? Winter skin.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was the that was the uh, the one.
3: Oh, if you'd have teased like, us with that, and we'd have got it, my 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 vagina it, yeah. would have been dripping by now.
0: That's infection.
3: <laughs> I've no idea what secret film comes is. Is the secret film in keeping with the theme of the festival? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's
0: yes. a light-hearted, hearted oh, light rom-com it's... that Richard's gone
3: for. Isn't it. Oh, yeah. you, you could have put Last of Christmas in there. I don't know. I that's pretty horrifying. Oh, could it be another?
1: celebration that happens around this time of year are there any other celebrations
0: we've just had thanksgiving so unless we're going back there or new year's i don't
1: know
2: it could be it could be many different things it will be teased over the coming weeks i can give you a tease now if you want
0: go on tease us tease us i
3: I like to be well you can put put your fingers in your
0: ears and just not listen while mitch teases for us and the rest of the audience
3: when when's
1: your first tease coming out, Mitch? Oh, I think right now.
2: <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday the eighth. Tuesday the eighth of December. The tease begins now. I've got I've got my left tit out ready. <laughs> I'm like eagerly waiting for his tease. Okay, okay. He was bought a muscle car, but he wasn't allowed to keep it. That's that's your first tease.
0: We now have half do, hour do, of do silence. Do, do, know, do, do you know that
3: it? all that popped into my head there was Breaking Bad when Walt buys Walt Jr. the car and he's not allowed to keep it because Skyler makes him take it back. And I obviously know that's not what it's going to be, but that's what popped into my head. I don't know why. I'm,
2: I am absolutely devastated to that you've already guessed that yes, our secret film is the entire series one. To yes, three. <laughs> Breaking <Bad. laughs> back to back with no way of skipping or fast-forwarding <laughs> or clicking off. I would wifi. love that. I would
3: fucking love that. That would be a joy.
2: <laughs> yeah, we've got some other things as well as films over the weekends where well. We've got a live podcast. Um, we're going to do a secret Santa party. So for anyone listening that would like to take part in that, what that is effectively is a UK-wide virtual secret Santa. So you can send us your living address, And a short questionnaire, and we will exchange your details anonymously with someone else um, who can buy a horror themed gift for you. Um, So, just another way to kind of spread that Yuletide joy. Amazing. This year. Uh, We've got some ghost stories that are going to be read by some really, really cool guests. I'm very much looking forward um, to that. Because I think it's really, really. A great you uh recently went and saw Mark Gattis live, didn't we? We did
3: with um oh gosh. Peter no. I forgot. Petercliffe Peter from Gavin the and I can't remember his name. Risen Adrian 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 something. Him anyway, and he was really good. That one. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah, yeah.
2: Good. Well yeah, well we, we don't have Peter Sutcliffe, sadly, <laughs> um to read ghost stories, but we do have some really, really great guests um that uh will for now remain a surprise awesome uh but we will have four ghost stories uh tell to you that hopefully snowy and cold winter's morning um and we have a cast and crew live commentary of anna and the apocalypse
3: amazing
2: uh i believe for the first time ever as well um kind of reuniting a lot of people that haven't come together uh since the festival run back in 2018 to talk about it's, quite, it's a wonderful wonderful film so i think it's gonna be a great way to kick it off and we will be kicking off the entire event with a uh as yet unannounced um so uh here, heard it here first but um uh a, the, a new horror quiz
0: oh which are always great i love your quizzes
3: yes
2: which will be stupid and dumb and fun
3: or in your case disgusting and involving bodily fluids Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, Always. I'm not complaining.
1: It's what I live for, man. Just give everyone the low down then again so when it airs and out, our people can watch it.
2: Okay, well. yeah, so It is a, a virtual film festival taking place on the 18th to the 20th of December, uh, so the weekend just before Christmas. Um, we are going broadcasting live through our private Facebook group, so if you search for the So Home Horror Fest 2020 on Facebook um, and ask for an invite to that, that is what we broadcast through. Um, taking place over the whole weekend, eight feature films, ten short films, four special events, five special events now I guess you'd say, um, and lots and lots of fun, lots of Zoom after parties. Um, we are trying to work out something very, very cool and unique um, for our after parties that are slightly different than just a normal Zoom call um, that would effectively be a entirely virtual bar slash fantasy role-playing game. It's really, really cool, and I hope that we can get it to work. Um, but yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed it should be fun um it's uh it's free to access it's based on a kind of a pay what you can uh donation if you so wish to um but we know that this entire year and of course this time of year is really really hard uh for people financially so we just want to have a absolute blast um a final kind of farewell um to our livers so get the beers in, get the eggnog and the mulled wine on and uh, come and have some festive frights with us.
3: And obviously the Spit Bit Grace team does strongly suggest that you donate because where else would you get free content like this? You absolutely wouldn't. This is something you'd have to pay for. So I think it's it's only fair to just give what you can. Make sure you
1: check out the lineup on the website because it, it does look for kid events.
2: Oh yeah, if you want to check it out, head to um, www.sohohorrorfest.com. Sorry, I should have said that.
1: It's alright. That's what we're here for. Bob, looking
2: forward to it. Well, I've got a question for you guys. Since I won, does that mean that I just now return until I don't win? Yeah. Good, because I'm just going to keep on. I'm going to keep rigging. I'm going to keep rigging the vote until I have to be forcibly dragged from these premises. So Thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute delight as always.
1: Thank you for coming. We really appreciate I it. Before we go, I guess we should just announce what theme we're going to go with for the next episode, which is sticking in line with the current season of winter. We're going to go for horror movies based in
3: winter. So oh. winter-based horror movies. I thought you were going to say keeping in line with 2020. It was his favourite depression horror but no, winter's fine. No, no,
1: no, no, just for the season, because it is the season to be jolly and dead. Mm. So we're going to um, film based around winter time, where people probably die. I'm
0: guessing, I'm guessing we'll be venturing outside the UK for this one, because we'll go, you don't get many winters here, we're following. We don't want to go, hey, here's a slash of film set during a fairly mild winter. A fairly mild winter.
3: Um, Speak for yourself, sir.
1: I think you'll be surprised, Chris, at how many films we'll find in the UK that are winter or Christmas based. So, without further ado, I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye to you. Goodbye to you. Goodbye to you. And goodbye to you. Does anyone else want to say goodbye? So long. Farewell. I'll be the same. Goodbye. Goodbye to you. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us on whatever platform you choose to listen to us on. You can also find us on social media. So on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at or on Facebook with I Spit on Your Grades. And you can also get in contact with us by email if you still do that. So that would be electricpossums at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening and uh, see you soon.